Hi, I'm Mary Colbert. Welcome to Dr. Colbert's Divine Health Podcast. And we are continuing his topic on the blood pressure. The silent killer. The silent killer. This is part two. So if you didn't see part one, you need to go back and watch part one. <laughs> so you can get part two to get the whole message. Yeah. He's got so much information. We just couldn't get it all in one take. Amen. So let's go, Don. Let's well, first continue. of all, we have an epidemic in this country to just kind of review a couple of things. Uh, we now know that about 47% of adults in America have high blood pressure, which is epidemic. Almost 50%, 116 million adults. Yet, only one quarter of those have their blood pressure adequately controlled. So again, when you have high blood pressure, it is a choice disease. Why? Because most people with high blood pressure have belly fat. The more belly fat, the higher the blood pressure because it elevates your uh, belly fat, causes elevation of C-reactive protein that constricts the blood vessels and you have increased sympathetic tone, which is kind of like taking a water hose and putting one of those nozzles on the end where you can shoot out the water and spray, you know, like uh, spray your car down where you get increased pressure. Well, that's, that's a good analogy. What's happening. That's what's happening. When we have a lot of belly fat, it, that C-reactive protein acts like a nozzle in the end of the hose that makes the spray go real high, increases the pressure, and then our pressure goes up, and that's what's happening. And also, the blood's trying to get through that hose. Well, the, cons the, the arteries, the arteries and yeah. arterioles, little arteries are constricting to the C-reactive protein. That's the nature of the C-reactive wow. protein to constrict the arteries, and that's what happens when you have more belly fat. You have more C-reactive protein. I check this on every patient. Most everyone with a lot of belly fat has a lot of that C-reactive protein. But the good news is when we lose the belly fat, that C-reactive protein, I see, go down, 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 then back to normal and as the have, blood pressure goes and down. I got to tell you, I got to interject here because we have a, a product called Curbasis to help you curb your crave for the carbs. It's causing that belly fat. This product works. Now, we talked about the main causes of blood pressure high blood pressure, which the main cause is central hypertension or primary hypertension, where doctors will throw up there and say, we don't know what causes it. We just know people with a lot of belly fat and with insulin resistance and genetic, if blood pressure runs in the fat, they're more prone to high blood pressure. Well, that's simply because insulin resistance increases sympathetic tone in the blood vessels and belly fat increases sympathetic tone by increasing C-reactive protein. Real simple. Once I, if I can catch it in time, I can usually lower it to normal. If we burn the belly fat off, put them on the Beyond Keto diet, I'm gonna show you exactly what we do to help. But if you have secondary hypertension, which is usually due to a secondary disease or a medicine, and it's usually from kidney disease or pheochromocytoma or Cushing's, or if you have primary uh, hyperaldosteronism, these are rare diseases, I rarely ever see them. You can count on one hand how many cases I've seen in 35 years as well as certain medicines like birth control pills in women cause high blood pressure. Adderall causes high blood pressure in a lot of people. Street drugs like cocaine and methamphetamine cause high blood pressure. Even anti-inflammatories like Advil, Aleve, aspirin can cause high blood pressure by decreasing blood flow to the kidneys, as well as um, many other meds like Sudafed and decongestants cause high blood pressure. Nose sprays that are decongestants cause high So we have a lot of different things causing high blood pressure. So what we wanna do is first realize that the majority of high blood pressure is simply due to genetic issues, belly fat, and insulin resistance. Well, that's easy to fix if we catch it in time. And it's kind of like this. If you have high blood pressure for years and years, you never check it, you never know, and all of a sudden you go to your doctor and you have stage two hypertension, 
then you've got major problems because high blood pressure starts as endothelium dysfunction. And this is real important. The blood vessels are lined by one cell thick endothelium that's like a Teflon layer. And this layer, uh, this endothelial cells produce a gas called nitric oxide. And the nitric oxide dilates these blood vessels. But when you have high blood pressure, it's like you form many little nicks on the blood vessel lining, and then you've developed scar tissue and plaque formation and mm. calcification. And then instead of having that normal function of the endothelium where it's able to produce nitric oxide gas and dilate the blood vessels, you have all scar tissue forming. Wow. And so that endothelium, now get this, the endothelium is the largest organ in the body. Its size is the equivalent of six tennis courts. All our blood vessels are lined wow. with this powerful endothelium that literally keeps our blood vessels able to dilate normally so that we don't get high blood pressure. Isn't that we are so, so we're amazing. fearfully and wonderfully made like that Psalms 139. Really cool you so, think about it. Uh, so the good news now what happens with long-term high blood pressure is you start to have endothelial dysfunction. A major sign for this men is you have erectile dysfunction. When you have erectile dysfunction like the fellow I saw yesterday and he's on all this testosterone, yet he chasing his wife around. But he says, I only get half an erection. He was all upset. Oh, dear. And so I had to put in on something to correct that. But I said, you got endothelial dysfunction. Well, that's if you have ED, you have endothelial dysfunction, and you're on the way to getting high blood pressure and vascular problems in the future. So to restore endothelial dysfunction, you need to, again, do what we say with the weight, lose the weight, follow the Beyond Keto diet, especially taking all the veggies, the salads. Like for lunch today, I had a salad, green salad, with lots of extra virgin olive oil on it with, a, uh, with wild salmon and, uh, and then water with lemons. That was my lunch that I had just an hour yeah, ago. Right. And so when you do that and you have nuts and seeds and veggies that are high in magnesium. And I know they're wondering what I ate. I know they Well, are. she didn't eat that good. She, I, she ate blood. She I, ate food that causes high blood pressure. I ate a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. <laughs> she does opposite of me. And it was all sourdough bread. I know. So that was better than uh, regular was, bread. It okay. was, you know, not totally bad. You know, I had my tomato and lettuce. So. But, but, but anyway, endothelial dysfunction is the first trigger of high blood pressure. And most people have it, men and women. So in order to restore the endothelial function, we have to start to get, uh, eat the right foods that restore it. We have mm -hmm. to start bringing the belly fat down, and we have to take supplements we're going to be talking about, which literally help to restore the endothelial function. Olive oil is a big one because olive oil, especially high polyphenol olive oil or high oleocanthal olive oil, starts to clean the plaque out of the arteries. And then we're going to talk about... Uh, cholesterol later on another talk. Mm -hmm. But the studies have shown that approximately 15% of normal weight patients, adults in the U.S., have high blood pressure, just 15%. And over 40% uh, of obese patients have high blood pressure. So now realize we have 47% of Americans with high blood pressure. The vast majority of those are overweight, especially with belly fat. Now, it's interesting if you have fat in your thighs and hips, usually don't get high blood pressure. It's the belly fat. Measure your belly fat. Those are the ones with high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And you, men and women, you measure around your belly button or your umbilicus. Mm -hmm. 
And when women's waist measurement is 35 or greater, guess what? You most likely have either hypertension or prehypertension. Most everyone does. Men, if your waist measurement around your uh, umbilicus or belly button is 40 inches or higher, you most likely have prehypertension and probably have hypertension. So it's that simple. It's a big deal. This is yeah. a big deal. This is not something you need to joke and make laugh about. Uh, you, you really kind of need to make a serious note about this and begin to address it. Now, one of the things that Don talks about that people are very deficient in oh, yeah. is fruits and the vegetables. And that's where our reds and greens come in. And I know you see a lot of commercials about another product that is greens and reds. Don is the original developer of greens and reds. That's the truth. He, in 1996, came out with this idea of not blending them all together, but separating them. And we just like the powder. It dissolves in the water, and you drink it. And I'm like pill fatigued. I'm over the pills. But uh, there's nothing on the market better than these two products for everything that you need. If you're doing a scoop of this and this a day, you're you're doing good. You're on your way to really doing your body good. You're doing your body good. Well, also, the American Heart Association recommends we have four to five servings of veggies a day and four to five servings of fruits a day. Now, fruits, you'll learn later, I don't recommend there as much fruit because there's a lot of fructose in fruit, and fruit actually can cause fatty liver, and it can also cause all kind of problems with um, insulin resistance, and especially fatty liver. Mm -hmm. So the veggies are critical. These veggies are high in magnesium and potassium. Our green supreme food and red supreme food have, uh, it has 10 organic veggies in the green supreme food, 10 organic fruits. But the, the veggies and the super and the grasses are fermented, making it easier to digest so you don't get the bloating. The taste. We the taste did, is delicious. They have a company that, um, that company, they have a trade show out in California that they do every year introducing new foods and stuff. Uh, years, years ago, we introduced this. Ours won the award as taste best, test. the tasting supplement that had been introduced. It tastes good. This is not gaggy, gaggy now, stuff. Only one in 10 Americans eat enough fruits and veggies, mm -hmm. according to uh, the stats that I found. Only one in 10 get enough wow. fruits and veggies daily. Wow. Now you're getting the equivalent of 10 servings of fruits and veggies if you have the greens and the reds, which is great. And then you're getting your fruits and veggies. There. And you're going to feel the difference. You're yeah. going to feel but, the but difference. The thing about this, wise. it contains the, the, the minerals, the uh the magnesium and the potassium. Now, what I didn't realize before in doing this research, most Americans, 98% of Americans are low in potassium. I didn't realize that. 98% of Americans are low in potassium. You know where potassium comes from? Fruits and veggies. Okay. We don't need hardly any. That's a crazy. Only uh, less than one in 10 get enough fruits and veggies. Now, listen, the average one man- One in 10? One in 10. The average, the average man needs- 3,400 milligrams of potassium a day. The average woman needs 2,600 milligrams a day. Now, people say, well, what's high in potassium? Bananas. Bananas are one of the higher foods in potassium. One banana, medium, has 425 milligrams of potassium. Uh, a half a cup of beans, like um, beans contain 650 milligrams of potassium per half cup, which you know, that's pretty good, but it's still, it's not 3,000 that we need, and women need 2,600. Spinach, one cup, has 840 milligrams of uh, potassium. 
and and that's in a, a cup of spit. Now, why is potassium so important? Well, potassium helps to dilate the blood vessels and oh, magnesium. So okay. these are alkaline minerals too that help to uh, again they help to are inside the cell. All the cells, most of the potassium is inside the cell. The outside of the cell is usually consistent with a potassium level around four when we check the blood. I always check now, potassium Now, do people level. get enough potassium in a scoop of this? Well, when you combine both of them, you're getting quite a bit of potassium, but you still need a little more from food. Okay. Okay, so uh, the foods that are highest in potassium are the beans at 650 milligrams, the spinach, one cup with uh, 840 milligrams, avocado, 708 milligrams of potassium, sweet potato, 700 milligrams. Uh, and a regular potato with the skin has 925 milligrams, but there's nothing that's over 1,000, as you see. Yeah. So, again, most Americans aren't getting hardly any fruits, hardly any vegetables. That's wow. where your potassium is. And so that's another reason we're seeing so much high blood pressure. When you get on more fruits and veggies and then more magnesium. Magnesium, now about 50% of, Amer of Americans don't get enough magnesium. And I always thought if you just get a handful of nuts... You know, like pecans yeah, or something. Nuts are high in magnesium. That that would uh, be good? Well, uh, one ounce of nuts, which is two tablespoons, four tablespoons of nuts, contain 80 milligrams of magnesium. And black beans have 120 milligrams. Now, men need 400 milligrams a day. Wow. Women need 320 milligrams. Wow. So you have to eat a lot of nuts. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And if you're only getting 80 milligrams and four tablespoons of almonds, that means you're going to need uh, 16 tablespoons a day. People aren't going to eat that many nuts. Yeah. That's why, again, we have our chelated magnesium, or you can take the greens and reds, and you'll be getting magnesium there. But uh, oatmeal, like steel cut, has only 57 milligrams of magnesium. Pumpkin seeds, 156 milligrams of magnesium. Oh. See, we're not getting the magnesium, and these trace minerals are really important for our blood vessels to function properly. But we have them in our products here, right? We have, and we have also magnesium in our multivitamin, and we have in our chelated magnesium, which has uh, a lot. So do of your body good. Milligrams. Do your cells good. Do you the lining of your arteries good. Take care of them. Now, you can't see them. We, yes. we, we just have oh. a tendency to take care of what we can see. Exactly that's a, that's... right. Now, let me explain the high blood pressure a little further, because in writing the book years ago, and I've written two books, I've written actually four books on keto. Well, I did the uh, uh, the Keto Zone, uh -huh. and I did uh, Beyond Keto. The best is Beyond Keto because yeah. I removed the foods that were raising cholesterol levels. Right. So let me explain. When you're in the Keto Zone or when you're in ketos nutritional ketosis, when you lower your amount of carbohydrates in your diet from the average American has, according to the, um, the U.S. Dietary Guidelines, we should be consuming... 45 to 65 percent of our calories as carbohydrates if you've done that you just have insulin resistance and you're going to eventually develop obesity and you're going to eventually develop high blood pressure and all kinds of other medical problems so the problem is most americans consume way too many sugars carbs and starches our bodies run on sugars carbs and starches. you say well, what do you do well we shift you to uh the beyond keto program which we lower our carbs from 45 to 65% down to 5%. You say, how do you do that? You follow what I have in here. You say, how do you do that in the morning for breakfast? Well, I've, I've done it for years, but I lost so much weight. My wife said, you got to add healthy carbs back. So I shifted from beyond keto to the uh, healthy Mediterranean, which I'll talk about in this book. And both are excellent for your blood vessels. 
Now, and when, you're, when your body shifts from only 5% carbs, you say, well, how do I do that? Green carbs, lots of salads. I'd have green salads. You say, well, aren't you starved? No, I pour olive oil all over it. When I had my salad for lunch, I poured olive oil, at least four tablespoons, and the waiter kept coming by, and he, he couldn't believe it. He said, I've never seen so, so much olive oil. He swims in olive oil. I swim in it. Yeah. But it fills me up, and it's so good for your arteries. Those yeah. polyphenols literally clean your arteries. They detox your liver. It's great for your brain. It lowers your LDL cholesterol. It raises your HDL. It's so good for your arteries. And so what I do is I lower my carbs. Now I, I take about... 10% of my diet, uh, 20, 10 to 20% as healthy carbs. And you say, what are healthy carbs? Well, the healthiest carbs initially when you're doing keto, you get into ketosis, are the green veggies and the salad veggies. That's pretty much what you do, and that's it. And I have recipes on how to do it. But when you shift to Mediterranean, think you add your other healthy carbs like black beans. I had black beans last night. And they have more uh, carbs, but they're a lot of fiber. So the net carbs are still low. So then you can also add some brown rice and some brown rice pasta or things like that, or some brown rice bread. And I put olive oil all over my bread. <laughs> I probably say not olive oil. So then what I'm saying is you can do this. You'll be fully satisfied. But what happens after about a few days to a couple of weeks, now if you're diabetic, it takes you a little longer. If you're pre-diabetic, it takes a little longer. Your metabolism shifts from burning sugar as fuel to burning fat as fuel. When you start burning fat as fuel, one of the first fats you start to burn is belly fat. You burn it as fuel, and then you can go hours and hours without eating because fat literally satisfies you longer. It takes eight hours or so to burn the fat in that olive oil out of your system, whereas your carbs are burned up in three to four hours. That's why when people eat a lot of carbs, like uh, bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich in three to four hours, their blood sugar drops, their appetite turns on, and they're craving sugars, carbs, starch. Oh, but you know what I do? I'm going to take this carb yeah. sis oh, a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> now, here's the key. When you are when you shift from burning sugars to burning fats, or you're in nutritional ketosis or the beyond keto zone, all of a sudden what happens is your insulin levels drop. Now, when you eat a lot of sugars, carbs, and starches, your insulin levels are high. When your insulin levels drop, you go into a state of diuresis where you start to urinate off all the excess water. High insulin levels causes your body to retain fluid and salt. So when people mm -hmm. enter the keto zone, all of a sudden they start diuresing this excess fluid, and then their blood pressure usually drops amazing, similar to a diuretic. Wow. So I have had a lot of patients go on this program and their pressure starts to drop, but it doesn't drop to normal unless they can get that belly fat off and then take these other nutrients we talk about that continue to keep the blood pressure low. And exercise. Exercise is really important in order to keep your blood vessels uh, flexible and to burn the belly fat off. So you got to combine exercise aerobic and weightlifting. How, how often? Five days a week. How long? At for the least. rest of your for life. For the rest of your life. And this is an investment. And this is what I do. You, you know, we you know, the the dentists got their message across about they did. the teeth. Yes. You know, how 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 long do you want your teeth? Well you brush them to keep them as long as you want to keep them. So the rest of the body yes. also has its maintenance, you know, and we've just got to drill that home, you know, like the dentists have about the teeth, because right. we don't even think about it. We brush our teeth in the morning, brush exactly. at night. And uh, so now 
we've got to really got to have it. We've right. got to really drip this home to the exactly people right. that this body isn't a one-time fix. It's a maintenance thing. That's why Paul says, I buffet your... my body and bring it under subjection. You know what? This morning when I was in the Word before, while you were studying for this, yeah. and I was in the Word, I was I was reading in Romans, and all of a sudden I heard this, this scripture in the <laughs> book of Romans that where Paul is talking, says, you know, there are people whose God is their belly. Mm-hmm. And I thought, very good. I, I was reading this in Romans, and I was going to find the scripture, but I can't see it with the slides. <laughs> um, but it's it's Romans fifteen. I know that it's in the book of fifteen. Okay. But it, he talks about a generation or a group of people whose God is their belly. That's where we are now, Mary. And I'm I telling you, you know, when I heard that, I thought, Lord, that is what has happened to America. Right. Uh, we are led by our flesh so much. The carnality has taken over the church. We're all led by how we feel. Right. And when, and you, eat that, when you eat that feel-good food, like yeah. those greasy French fries full of salt, yeah. it raises your pressure but makes you feel good. But yeah. when you have that brownie or that fudge yeah. or when you have that popcorn, now it you raises know, your blood pressure. And the balance to that, you know, because I know people are hearing they, you know, Jesus had, he had a sweet tooth. He liked honey. And he We're did. Just a little and something. he liked figs. He yeah, was a fig a lover. So there are things we know that it's okay to want something sweet. But he didn't have it, it all the time. He didn't he have did, it exce- in excess. excess. He didn't have it in excess. Right. And we have carried everything right. to excess, and yet I don't want to carry it so far to obsolete right. that it becomes a law because there, you can't have it because that's not that's not that's not <clears throat> exactly that's not all. Now with high blood pressure, there's a lot of debate about salt. Some patients are very salt-sensitive, especially in black Americans. Black Americans tend to be salt-sensitive. That's why one of the first blood pressure meds that are given to most black Americans are diuretics, which are water pills. Wow. And so in and, and those patients, salt will raise their blood pressure. So the black community has a higher percent of, of high blood pressure. High blood and pressure. And they're more salt sensitive. In other words, wow. salt makes their pressure go up. We're not so much in whites. Wow. Some whites are too, but we find a lot of blacks are more salt sensitive than whites. So they have to be more careful about their salt intake and they have to restrict their salt sodium intake. Wow. So we have to tell you that what's is, high in salt. That's important for you to hear. So yeah. One teaspoon of salt has 2,325 milligrams of sodium. And so the American Heart Association recommends no more than 2,300 milligrams a day and preferably 1,500 milligrams or less. You say, well, what is that? It's one one potato chip. No, no, I'm (laughs) going to tell you what it is. Let's let's talk about foods that are highest in sodium. And you're going to find that you eat most of these and you crave them. Now, when you're tired and your adrenals are exhausted, you're going to crave salty foods. And you say, I'm craving it. That means I need it. No. It means your flesh is dumb. It's crazy, craving the very foods that are inviting, yes, that's that's inviting high blood pressure in your body. We find when your body craves sugar, you're most likely, mm-hmm. your body, uh, you know, it wants to feel good, wants to feel comfort, wants to have serotonin, the serotonin high, but you, you're asking for diabetes. When you're craving salt, yep. it, it means that most likely that your adrenals are exhausted and that you need to rest and get out of stress and you need to stop eating the salt, okay? But here are the foods highest in salt, smoked, cured, 
salted or canned meat, fish, chicken, ham, hot dogs, sausage, bacon, sardines, cold cuts, and anchovies, and deli meat. These foods typically contain 500 to 1,500 milligrams of salt per two-ounce serving. Okay. Now, you should only have 1,500. And this is processed meats. Yes, processed meats. But that's not the fresh chicken. No, it's not or, fresh chicken. Okay. That's a lot of salt. make sure everybody understands okay. the difference. Now, okay. number two, soy sauce. Soy sauce contains 900 milligrams of sodium per teaspoon. Yeah, I knew 900. That. This is loaded. Soup contains approximately 800 milligrams of sodium per cup. So if you're eating soup a lot, you're getting a lot of sodium, especially eat a lot of soup. Cheese. Each slice, one ounce slice, has about 270 milligrams of sodium. Mm. Shrimp. Three ounce serving has approximately 800 milligrams of sodium. Pickles. One medium pickle has 785 milligrams of sodium. Wow. Pizza. Pizza, each slice has between 500 and 800 milligrams of sodium, which means most people eat six slices, you're getting between 3,000 and 4,800 milligrams of sodium. So no wonder your pressure is high. Pepperoni's yeah. loaded with sodium. Sure. Frozen dinners up to 1,300 milligrams of sodium per dinner. They um, use that as a preservative, so that makes right. sense that and it's so high. Tomato sauce, 400 milligrams per quarter cup. So when you eat a lot of spaghetti sauce, you're getting a ton of sodium. Yeah. Pancakes, 400 to 2,000 milligrams of sodium mm. uh, per serving. That's per pancake. Deli sandwiches, up to 2,325 milligrams of sodium. So that's where you're getting your sodium. Now, what's the best thing to lower blood pressure? That's what everybody wants to hear. Water. Water, water, water. Now, the best water is not this. I, I love Fiji water. Yeah. If you can start drinking eight eight ounce glasses of water a day. Now squeeze a little lemon in mine. And water is one of the best things to lower blood pressure along with a keto diet, along with exercise, along with intermittent fasting, along with some key nutrients that we're gonna talk about. But those are probably the best ways to lower blood pressure. Just water is one of the best things we're gonna do. Celery is one of the best uh, vegetables to lower blood pressure. Four celery stalks a day will lower blood pressure. Asparagus lowers blood pressure. Beets lower uh, blood pressure, but beets are high in sugar. So we have a supplement called Neo40. And Neo40 is an amazing supplement with beet extract, citrulline, and hawthorn berry. And you can get this online, Neo40, N-E-O-40. And it uh, lowers blood pressure, a study found, double-blind placebo-controlled study found, it lowers blood pressure by 12 points systolic and 6 points diastolic on average. Yeah, you put a lot of your patients on that, and I, I see that when yeah, they check out. Excellent. You've got them on the knee of 40. Right, see exactly. That. So other nutrients that lower blood pressure, I combine these micronutrients together, mm -hmm. like the potassium, magnesium, which is in the greens and reds. Also, it's in electrolyte solutions, as well as alpha-lipoic acid, and CoQ10 that recycle one another, so it can be used mm -hmm. over and over, as well as green tea. Green tea is amazing. I drink green tea. Two cups a day help to lower blood pressure. Not only that, but the green tea, what is it, four cups is as good as an over antidepressant? Three cups, three to four cups a day. It works like an antidepressant. Just it decreases like depression. Green rheumatic. tea. Green tea is amazing. Drink green tea. If you're feeling down in blue, green tea. That's also, awesome. there's other teas that lower blood pressure, hibiscus tea, chrysanthemum tea, there's um, chamomile tea, lavender tea, because a lot of blood high blood pressure is related to stress and anxiety. Yeah. When you're stressed and anxious, your blood vessels constrict, 
your pressure shoots up. That's why we see so much white coat hypertension. Where they see the white coat, they freak out. That's why we're supposed to cast all our cares on Jesus who cares for us. I hope you've enjoyed this. This is so full of good information. The most important thing you need to take away from this is that God has an answer for every disease. And most of the time, it's not even a med. Most of the time, it's not a med. He has natural answers to everything that you're dealing with. And we're committed to bring you what those natural answers are. So you can go to our There's website. The, the best thing the lower blood trial I hadn't gotten to, but it's the scripture. Oh, the scripture. And yes. it's be anxious for nothing, which is yes. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for it. It says, don't worry about anything or be anxious for nothing. People don't understand what be anxious for nothing. But it says, don't worry about anything, but in all things, not in some things, all things, right. by our prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, add the joy and the laughter. Let your request be made unto the God, and then the peace of God that passes on earth shall will keep your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. That's yeah. the key. Yeah, you speak right to him, Don, and tell him. That's, Amen. that's the key right and there. 10 belly laughs a day. That's one of the best prescriptions I can give you, 10 belly laughs a day. And it says in 1 Thessalonians 5, I believe it's 18, and all things give thanks for this will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. When you enter into an attitude of gratitude, relaxes those blood pre- blood vessels, blood pressure drops. When you combine that with casting all your cares on him and not worried about anything, guess what? Your pressure drops are normal. Turn off the bad news. Yes, turn off yeah. the good news. Turn on some funny shows. We watch funny a funny little movie at night. We yes. get at least 10, 20 belly laughs, and our blood pressure drops. We go into that deep sleep. We sleep yep. great. Have plenty you know, of it. One of those series that we're watching right now, it's called Psych. It's and it's not it's so literally, fine. the guy's not literally a psych, folks. It's, he's a con man. He's a con man. <laughs> he makes but us laugh. It is funny. It's funny. It is. And we watch that and laugh and laugh over this. Get our belly laugh. Yeah, because it reminds us of different people. <laughs> well, our, our products are Green Supreme Food, Red Supreme Food, our Carb Assist, which can, helps to control sugar cravings, and the book Beyond Keto. Beyond Keto is your roadmap on how to get rid of the belly fat and how to help lower your blood pressure. Simple. Okay. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this. Share it with your friends. Help spread the good news. <laughs> You're going to reach people we never will. Amen. God bless you. God bless. We'll be with you.